All right, so let's get started. The topic today is captioning. And we have photos. I had a, a major life event yesterday, so I have the, the room, so I just had to show. We had um, adoption day yesterday, or gotcha day, for our grandkids. And so I just had to show. Um, we have Talina and Joshua, who actually got adopted yesterday um, from Charlene and Scott. And Caleb there is on a different time schedule because he um, wasn't born when they first actually got the kids. They've been fostering. So he's on a different time schedule, but um, was certainly involved. So I just had to share. So uh, Grandma, yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, I've been Grandma, but you know, now it's <laughs> official, so. All right, topics we are going to cover today, why the presentation, um, why captioning, <coughs> uh, conventions and guidelines for captioning, options for captioning, and resources. Those are the main things. Um, why the presentation? I am certainly not an expert on this topic. Um, the reason why I wanted to do this topic, <laughs> what's that? You're a TR expert, expert of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the reason why I wanted to do the topic is because, for one thing, I wanted to um, make sure that I increased my knowledge on the topic. And there have been so many changes to what's available and how things can happen on captioning uh, that I thought it was a good time to pull together that information and the resources that I pulled together will be available uh, for everybody to have. And YouTube has really made some, some good strides to make it much easier for captioning, so I'll be going over that. So, why should we provide closed captioning? Well, um, just to go over the, the legalities, um, from the revised ADA requirements for effective communication. There's, there's some language here. I'm going to read through it. There's a lot here, but I've kind of highlighted the main parts. Um, covered entities are required to provide aids and services unless doing so would result in an undue burden, which is defined as significant difficulty or expense. If a particular aid or service would result in an undue burden, the entity must provide another effective aid or service, if possible, that would not result in an undue burden. And it further goes on, determining what constitutes an undue burden will vary from entity to entity and sometimes from one year to the next. The impact of changing economic conditions on the resources available to any entity may also be taken into consideration in making this determination. And uh, I have one more slide on that, and then I'll make my point here. An entity should take into consideration the cost of the particular aid or service in light of all resources available to fund the program, service, or activity and the effect on other expenses or operations. The decision that a particular aid or service would result in an undue burden must be made by a high-level official 
no lower than a department head and must include a written statement of the reasons for reaching that conclusion. So this document actually has much more than that kind of defining um, some, some other things about uh, how to do it, but, or the requirements for it. But the reason why I point out this stuff is that there are some, some rules as far as, as the fact that we should be doing this. There are some limitations as far as understanding that there are some burdens for providing this type of service. And things have changed as far as, uh, going back up, uh, looking at the economic conditions for providing the services. And as I mentioned, YouTube has provided a lot more resources to make it easier. So you do have to periodically look at what is available and the time and cost it's going to take to provide services such as closed captioning, where you know two years ago it would have taken a lot more time an expense to do this kind of service. Now it costs much less time and money to do it. Also, a uh, reason for doing closed captioning is metadata. Captions not only make your videos accessible to a wider audience, they also act as additional metadata that help your videos show up in more places on YouTube. That's something people don't really think about. Um, yeah. So is, is it like something indexed by Google or is it just used if you were searching within YouTube? I believe that it's indexed by Google. Google, you know, is always indexing everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's going to be indexing the captioning, I believe, as well. I don't know that for sure, but I believe that in the way I understand Google to work. Okay, quality captioning is going to be accurate, consistent, clear, readable, and equal. So, accurate is errorless transcription is a goal for each production. Consistent is uniformity in style and presentation of all captioning features is crucial for viewer understanding. Clear, complete textual representation of the audio, including speaker identification and non-speech information provides clarity. For it to be readable, captions are displayed with enough time to be read completely are in synchronization with the audio and are not obscured by, nor do they obscure the visual content. And we'll go into that a little bit more. And equal. Equal access requires that the meaning and intention of the material is completely preserved. So, conventions and guidelines. There, I will first say that there are no real standards as far as this is the hard, fast rule that everybody does it this way. 
So one of the things is to, um, is to be consistent. If you're going to do something, to be consistent. But these are some general conventions and guidelines of what people do. So captions should be one or two lines maximum. Um, be consistent with conventions throughout. Um, also, no captions should remain on screen less than two seconds. Use correct punctuation. You know, in the past, some people have, you know, kind of tried to shorten and and do shorter language for um, getting through the the captioning. Don't break a person's name or a title from the associated name. So this is actually an abbreviated list of, of kind of things to think about and the resources that I give you are where I got this information that goes into a lot more detail on these. Uh, but I just thought these are kind of key things that we might want to think about. Um, also don't end a sentence and start a new one on the same line. You're going to want to identify sound effects and items happening off screen in brackets. Identify background music by notes and lyrics with the music icon and the last line of music uh, with, the, with the two of the music icons. Identify on-screen speaker with captions under the speaker and the speaker name in parentheses and on a separate line from the actual uh, text of their caption, te captioned text. Speaker identification should be lowercase unless using proper name. For example, male narrator versus Tom as their name. Okay, options for captioning. Now, who is doing captioning currently? Okay, and who's familiar with going into, who's uploading video to YouTube currently? Okay, and so are you familiar with going into Video Manager? Okay. Although if you know a quick way, I know like a five <laughs> quick way, I think. You know what? About a five click way. A five click way? <laughs> okay, well I'll actually go in there, but I just kind of wanted to have an idea of, so when I'm talking about it, I know how general to be or, or not, you know? So when you um, go into YouTube, okay, <laughs> for those who, who don't know, uh, when you go in, if you're going to upload a video to YouTube and then do the captioning for it, uh, you would have an account or TRI has an account for uploading the videos to it and then you're in Video Manager and from there uh, you would go in and do go into editing and uh, do your subtitles and closed captioning uh, from that place. Um, there are different methods that you can do um, that come up in YouTube. Uploading a file is one way that you can do that. 
So if you actually have um, a transcript, you can upload a file. I'm going to go into that. Um, we at NCDB for longer videos, uh, we outsource it and we go to Caption Sync and um, they, they show here uh, what their process is um, if you're interested in that. Um, they are $150 an hour but it's a one minute minimum. So, you know, if you're, if you're talking a seven minute video, that's like, what, 12.50, something like that. So it's not, it's not really all that expensive when you think about really what, what they're doing. And, and um, so it's not like they get you with, you know, you have to do a, we're gonna charge you a half an hour minimum or something like that. So it really is quite nice. Uh, we've been really happy with their service. Uh, we provide them with the login credentials to our YouTube account and the video information and they actually go in and then they actually upload the, the file right to the video now. Uh, we, used, we didn't used to do it that way but they, we do it now. Robin, when you say it's 150 an hour, is it an hour of video or an hour of their time? Um, of the video, I believe. I'll have to double check that, but I believe that's the case. I don't have Randy here to answer, but... That would be worth exploring if we can find out that information. Um, I think it is video, but I'm pretty sure, but yeah, we can, we can verify that. That's great. Yeah. Um, also, YouTube has a list of what they call their qualified vendors. Um, so that that's provided here too so that's also if you want to look at somebody else um, on campus i checked to see if there's a service for that um, they actually do closed captioning for woo tv um, but they don't and they do for you know on campus resources but they don't do a service for a fee so Another option is to type or paste a full transcript of the video and subtitle timings will be set automatically. Um, also, uh, I don't have this in my list, but um, YouTube actually for almost every video that you upload now, they automatically try to caption it. If it has pretty clear language, it will try to, to caption it. And if it's not, um, you know, somebody way in the background speaking, and if it's in a language that they can understand. So um, that'll be automatic caption. And we'll, we'll go into that a little bit as far as what you get with that um, and how you can use that actually and work from it. And then you can create um, subtitles or closed captions 
by typing them in as you watch the video. So you can actually be watching the video, if it's a, a short one, and actually type the words as you go. It'll pause as you type, so you can do the timing on it. Okay, there's my resources there. <clears throat> like I said, I'll make this all available and I'm going to go into YouTube here. Okay, so this is a video manager uh, when you're in YouTube and you have an account or you're logged into account. You use the upload button here to upload a video. And Peggy, I don't know. I'll what? find you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm wondering how you got here because it always takes me forever to get here. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm actually logged in here at my personal oh. uh, Gmail account. This is this is my personal account here because I don't like to mess up things in our NCDB account if I am going to mess things up. So. Um, I'm going to go into this particular one because I have not put closed captions on here. Oh, I, and I forgot to mention um, on the resource list, there's actually a tag code. I, I read about this. I'm not quite sure if it, if, if it works correctly or not. I'm kind of waiting to see on this. Um, that you can set to where closed captioning is the default to be on on your video instead of off which I thought was really kind of a nice feature for things that we do. Okay. Tonight. So this is a video that I created last night. And it is, um, it has, it has voice. It I have not put captions on here. So I'm going to go into the captions by doing the, the closed captioning here. And then it goes in, if you don't have captions that you've put in already, it, it, it gets different. You go to kind of to a different screen or different place if you have already put them in. Um, so it's going to have you select the language. And then it gives you an option. I don't know why it asked twice. This is where it, it gives you the option to, to add. So I'm going to upload a file. So this file let me actually pull it up because you're going to not see it when I do it. Is a simple text file and, and you want it to be a simple text file. That's all it wants to have is just simple language. Um, it the, the actual 
hard returns is going to give it the, the new line codes, basically, essentially, that it needs. If I had somebody speaking off screen or some action off screen, I would have the brackets in here, or if I wanted to, you know, indicate somebody speaking or um, the musical stuff, I could put in the musical notes and stuff here, and it would take that in. Okay, so you can do this in, in Notepad or you know anything if you want. I I like to use Notepad because it is just a general. So I'm in the file upload here. All right, so it has my file. I'm going to upload. Now I'm going to tell it to set timings. I'm not going to bother going in where it has the question marks. It just didn't get the apostrophes. set timings. Now it's going to go in and automatically um, kind of it's going to listen to it and try to set the the text that I just sent it with the the voice. Okay, let me get my volume up a little bit so you can hear this. All right, so now let's see how it did, if it'll play. It'll play. Tonight, as you lie sleeping, for the first time in your bed, as truly are forever children, there must be something lasting and profound that should be said. But as your faces are gazed so upon, got it. I can shut it off if you don't want to see the whole thing. Blonde hair. No words can tell or quite express the feelings that we share. The wait is finally over. You're home at last to stay. And there will always be the memories of the joy that filled this day with a love that's running over by the sight of you alone. Welcome home, dear cherished ones. At long last, welcome home. So that just pulled it right in. It did the timing on it, did a really good job. So now that I have this in here, I can go in and That's I can... a joy whoops. that filled. Sorry, I'll turn it down. <laughs> Awfully loud. So as I mentioned before, where you could do the, the subtitles yourself, and it would um, kind of pause as you're going along. This is where it gets, uh, with the speed, the, the sound and stuff, it gets a little uh, kind of annoying, but... Um, when you're going to go in and edit, then it's going to it's going to play, and I'm just going to go in and edit. 
these so you can just edit right there and this is how you would do or where you would do it also if you were going to be just typing in your transcript as well um, it's just on this side screen here and then you just publish and then it's it's there for you so I'm going to just show you quickly um, <coughs> let me see go back here Sorry, Robin yes I'm just curious um, if you were to say okay it's speaking in English but I want the subtitles in Spanish has anyone tried that will it translate for you and are the translations any good English isn't even very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna show you one that it just automatically did. Uh -huh. um, just so you can see how it did, how it interpreted what was being said. So, Robin, um, I think yeah. I might have missed this, but when you, if you're editing, and and it wasn't, it didn't do a nice job like it did with this, and the time codes were off, then do you just do you move it around, or do you just put in different? Codes on that. Yeah, on, on the one that I'll go to where it, it didn't do a very good job at, at it, the timing is not usually too bad as far as the timing goes. It's just how it interpreted what it was saying. And so, as far as editing that, uh, you'll see that. And so, I'll show you the one that, that it didn't do a very good job with it and, and how you would edit that. But yeah, you can move, you can move text around. It's just a simple editing kind of deal. So I just want to go, I don't want to watch it. I want to go back to my, to this earlier. I lost my, my manager. That's what happens. <laughs> yeah. It only happened to me today. There we go, video manager. It was just the first time today I lost my, let's see. Okay. All right. Oh, this one has. Okay, so this is one that it automatically did. All right, so let's play. Well, here's a progression walk of our waffle irons. And we started this quest in Sisters of Oregon with Mark and Shelley. So I'll just give you a little bit of the sound. Stove era one. Go ahead and open that up. So you can kind of just see the what it's thinking he's saying. That's actually kind of entertaining. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't need to go into this. <laughs> Early 1930s or mid-1930s, and it's got a little baking tomorrow. Mama Rana. <laughs> okay. So I want to edit that. <laughs> so I'm going to go in here, and so I'm going to go into the automatic, I, I think, okay. So this is where um, you can go in here, and you can listen, and this is a little cumbersome, and you wouldn't want to do this on a really, really long one, but, you know, on, on a short one. 
So you're going to edit. Here's a progression walk of our waffle irons, and we started this quest. Oh, here's a progression walk of our waffle. Oh, here's a progression <laughs> <laughs> walk of our waffle irons, and we started this quest in Sisters, Oregon. And we started this quest in Sisters, Oregon. And we started this quest in Sisters, Oregon. <laughs> Robin, is this your waffle iron collection? It's my husband's. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just correct anybody's yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could become a full-time job. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's the sisters. And actually, it's kind of funny because he, he got into this. Um, but he just had a birthday, and uh, our cousins sent him another waffle iron for his collection and it's one of those silicone waffle waffle iron things that you actually fill and you put it in the oven yeah. so anyway I just thought that was kind of a cool thing but uh, not that I want to encourage his waffle iron collection <laughs> so and mine didn't actually make it in it exactly yes yes so yeah. 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 So that's that's really what I had to kind of throw at you um, for today. But expect that there might be some questions or overwhelming head blow-ups or something. <laughs> well, after this experience, I could see why going to whatever the company was is good good option <laughs> <laughs> yes well and, and if you have a transcript mm -hmm. beforehand yeah, but I will tell you one thing that we did use this for uh, the, the automatic captioning um, that YouTube provides is when uh, Barb Purvis was out here actually she wasn't out here she was in Kansas City and we wanted to just um, get some of her thoughts and um, so we actually had her on Adobe Connect and I was recording her. She was just talking and, you know, kind of ex like she would be <coughs> explaining to a state um, some things about our early identification and referral. I thought, oh, I'll have her do that because we hadn't scripted it out. <laughs> and so then I pulled it into YouTube and instead of typing out the transcript to begin with, then we got this, and you can you can actually export the captions, and so it was a starting point actually for the transcript. So it kind of went the reverse, and we were looking to try to get snippets of her audio um, to be able to to upload to um, some of the work that we're doing. So. There's always that as well, so it saved a little, little bit of typing, <laughs> not much, but I didn't have to, you know, keep listening to it as I went because I wasn't trying to match it with video in that case. I just wanted the, the, the text of it. So. I've used the um, 
where you actually type out the transcript on YouTube. And it's actually, it's nice because it does pause when you start typing. And then when you stop typing, it unpauses. And so it's fairly, and it does it fairly effectively, I think. I was surprised at how much it worked. I didn't do a video that was like four minutes long. I did a video that was a minute long, so it wasn't it does work quite well. <laughs> Did it have more than one voice or just one voice? Just one.